0: Two, three, four. All right. All right.
1: All right. Oh. Welcome to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I'm Larry Monkey. You can find me on Twitter at FFLarryMonkey. Or you could um, reach out to my partner at
0: RunDFF, Justin Rogers. What's up, my man? Yo, what up? It's Summer Larry season, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Summer, it just summer. started. Damn, you need a drink. Shit. So early, and you, you need a drink already. <laughs> I'm you, man. No,
1: dude, you know, I wish I could, but I've been, I feel like I've been sick forever, it seems, at this point. Oh, man. As I'm like, my voice is not the same. I'm coughing still. So I don't sound normal, but, you know, we'll get through this. It's Not going to be a long show. The season is over. We'll touch on some things. What's going on with you?
0: Man, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. It was birthday week last week. You know, post Christmas, I celebrated my birthday by going hunting in the morning. Then my wife and I went uh, to lunch, and then I worked the bar that night. Did you and find? Was,
1: a fan? Did you get? Did you catch him?
0: Nope, I didn't catch him. Quiet morning in the woods. Saturday was her birthday. And this is where the story is. Ooh. So she goes and plays D and D with her friends. She, her work friends are into that shit. She's she's somehow my non nerd wife is now a nerd. So Got she you. goes and plays D and D. My stepmom and grandmother come back through. They're coming back to pick up her dog. They're going to stay at our house because we dog sat for them last week. They're going to stay at our house on Saturday night, watch the kids while we go have a real nice dinner. Like we're going to one of the fancy James Beard semifinalist restaurants around here. Like, all right, let's go eat. Well, it's about, we're going to, our reservation's at 745 at 630. I'm like, all right, let me go take a shower. So I'm in the bathroom and all of a sudden I hear yelping. And I run out. Everybody runs out. My my stepmom is in the bathroom washing my kids, like giving them a bath. And I run out there, and her dog is like a little 15-pound terrier mutt. And my dog is close to 100 pounds. And she, my dog had this big, like, 18-inch rawhide bone. And apparently Scruffy, the little terrier, got too close. And my dog popped him. Didn't bite him, but hit him on the top of his head, apparently. Ugh. And Larry, are you ready for this? I don't
1: his know. His eyeball I... popped out. His what?
0: His eyeball popped out. (laughs) So dinner did not happen because I had to go with my stepmom to the emergency vet to get them to take a look at this thing.
1: Did you bring the eyeball with you?
0: The eyeball was still there. It was just like, what do they call it? Uh, Yeah, I don't want to hear
1: that. This is a terrible
0: (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, they took the dog to the back, sedated him, popped that sucker back in and We're under, she's under strict instructions to keep it moist and keep an eye on it. We'll see if he's got to get it removed. So yeah, now I'm just like in recovery mode from that. I have to ask about the dog every day, make sure he's okay. Oh, Oh, man. Hope he doesn't have to have like surgery to remove an eyeball. Let's talk about championship football. Yeah, man. How'd you do? (laughs) I did not have a great week last week. <laughs> four finals and I won one of them. Uh, which one? I was the favorite in all four of them. Like I, I should have won at least a couple. I completed my undefeated season, but it felt so like anticlimactic because it's like the smallest, smallest pot, you know, least active league I'm in as far as the championship. But I did, I did get the undefeated season, going, but I didn't. I did not wrap up the uh, hot sauce. I did not wrap up my yikes league. But yeah, Sidlow beat me in yikes. Deuces and Steven Trouble. New Patreon. The yeah, new Patreon. Benji. Benji uh, 3 or whatever. Benji yeah. 3 something like that. Yeah. Yeah, they got me in hot sauce. But your week was better than mine, wasn't it?
1: I had a good week. I did. I had one of the best weeks I've ever had, quite honestly. Um, I won four out of five title games that I was in, and That's they weren't they weren't even close. the The one matchup that I lost, it came down to like it was Jamar Chase versus like Rashi Rice. Mm-hmm. And as you know, Rashi Rice had a fantastic game, and Jamar Chase did not.
0: Chase did not so
1: yeah. I ended up losing that was a close matchup I lost by four points. Or five points wasn't a big deal, considering that I won four others there, there were no I mean I had CD lamb in a few of them, so like that Saturday night game, like we, he explodes. I wore my Lamar Jackson jersey to kick off the New yeah. Year's Eve slate and he got me and I have Lamar Jackson in my other leagues. so there's a couple of right. leagues I have Lamar and CD lamb, and it's like it was it was just I was thrusting my fist in the air the whole day. It was just Look,
0: like let me tell you something. I thought I was golden. In this league, I had C.D. Lamb, Brees Hall, Dak, and David Montgomery go on Saturday or whatever. Or Thursday and Saturday. So at that point, I had like 101 points with four players or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was something stupid. I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm yeah. playing Sid Lowe. I don't think he scored 200 points all year. I ended up with 201 points. And he blows up. He's got Lamar Jackson. And then just a bunch of steady. Kyron Williams is on that team. Jalen Hurts, Debo, yada, yada, yada. But, I mean, I thought for sure, and I had Devontae Adams go nuts, but fuck you, Kyle Pitts, and fuck you, Alvin Kamara. That's all I got to say.
1: Okay. So I won the uh, Warzone Listener League. I took that down finally. Nice. I uh, took down the Hogs League. That was an orphan. My first orphan championship. Ago, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. My very first orphan championship. I won the Daddios League. Oh, you did win the Daddios. Crushed the Daddios by 46 points because I had Lamar Jackson. I had Sam LaPorter in a two-point tight end who got half his points on the last drive. Um, yeah, just had a crushed. I won, I won my Warzone League by 85, 82 points. The Hogs League I won by like 30 or 40 points.
0: I mean, just um, no sweat, huh?
1: Yeah, there was no, no nail biters other than that other one but uh, but at that point it was just like I, I didn't even care it
0: was gravy yeah yeah it was great it was
1: great it was fun i i, I took a, a third place in another in my home league where i was like where i was in last place all my home redraft league i was in last place most of the season ended up getting a um making my money back with the third place and a hundred dollar buy-in so that that was nice yeah but yeah it was good 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 all around season and and you know throughout the season i kept i kept telling you you know man i'm, I'm having a good season i'm having a good season well it, it it paid out. It paid off. Listen to the Hot Sauce Pod, baby. That's all I gotta say. We, we'll, do you
0: want it? Do you want to hear one of the moves that, that looking back on it, is like the funniest shit to ever happen? And I'll tell you one when you're done. Go ahead. All right. So this league, I was in the third place game, and my opponent had Jalen Hurts, um, Nick Mullins, Easton Stick. You know, just whatever. So he was just piecing it together at QB. He had some injuries, whatever, and I made a move. Let's see here. the The trade I made was uh, I gave up um, Gus Edwards, Zeke Cooper Cup, and Dallas Goddard, and I got Hawkinson, DK Metcalf, and Jaron Hall. All right, so I get I get Jaron Hall, and Jaron Hall,
1: yeah. <laughs> I
0: immediately get an offer from my opponent, and. He's, he offers me Cam Akers and Evan Hull for Jaron Hall. And I'm like, eh, fuck it, I don't care. Jaron Hall's nobody to me. I'll take Cam Akers and Evan Hull. And I looked at it and I was like, why is he trading for a QB? He's got Easton's dick. He's got Nick Mullins to go with. It's like, it's a lateral move, in my opinion. I'm like, I'm looking at those and I'm like, I don't care if he, he's not getting anywhere with that. So we go into the Sunday night game. And we both have uh, Ty Chandler, and he has Jaron Hall remaining. And I've got like a four point lead. And so all he needs is because it's a two copy league, all he needs is Jaron Hall to get four points. He played Jaron Hall, who got negative 0.6. to say.
1: Yeah.
0: And I got my $100 third place back (laughs) amazing why he traded for jaron hall i don't know he just went too big-brained on that and uh yeah i i I sold him a landmine who knew
1: so i made a trade this week in the hogs league leading up to the title game Uh, a big trade which kind of put things in 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 motion for for my victory there was um I played against the number one seed. I was the third seed, but he had outscored me on the season by like 500 points. Mm -hmm. So I knew that I needed to make some moves. I didn't have much of a quarterback room with Baker Mayfield and Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence was banged up. He hasn't really been playing well lately. I started floating around some offers. I send an offer for... I first send an offer to him, angry sports couple him, and Trevor Lawrence, Quentin Johnston for Lamar Jackson actually no I didn't send that that was that was his counter I sent like um oh I sent Trevor Lawrence and like a 25 first for Lamar Jackson and he comes back his counter was with Quinton Johnston and Trevor Lawrence for Lamar so I I smashed yeah. that gives me Lamar so now I have a legit Qb1 to pair with Baker because I didn't have any confidence in trevor lawrence at that point it's a 1.75 tight end i then make another counter i send a third and a fourth well, i send a th- i sent a third for isaiah likely he comes back with a third and a fourth so i take that that gives me the that gives me the likely jackson stack with the 1.75 likely who's kind of been on a tear lately right So yeah. this is the start 13 so i need starters right so then i hear about saying i'm making trades left and right this is like six days ago. So then I send, um, an offer for Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Cause I, cause, um, you know, there were the, there were the news of, uh, Pacheco and McKinnon being injured, even though Pacheco ended up playing, I made the move for, uh, I made a move to pick up Clyde Edwards Hilaire to maybe have to plug him in a spot, just whatever. Then the big one comes two way trade. Uh, I give up Drake London and George Pickens for Puka Nakua in a 24 second. And my new and improved roster was complete. I added Lamar, Isaiah Likely, and Puka Nakua. Puka, who gets me 19 points. Lamar gets me 45, and Likely, Likely gets me 20. I picked up 90-something points with that. Uh, I had Kyron Williams and David Njoku and on this team. Um, Justin Jefferson gave me shit. Lamar Gibbs gave me nothing. Bijan, 12. You know, like Baker, solid game. But that was the difference, man. I made some some mm-hmm. some solid trades to beef up my my team because I knew I had to. Thankfully, I found some trade partners to make, and everything worked out. But, yeah, man, I was really proud of, proud of myself, and I gave up, you know, didn't really give up much other than the, the Drake London, George Pickens, and those guys are kind of the same right now at least. Yeah, uh, Pickens had, ended up having a great game again, but Puka seems like a, a solid piece going forward, and Lamar's locked in there, MVP. That's what propelled me to the Hogs, the Hogs victor- victory.
0: Nice. Dude, so the, the Hot Sauce League got wild last week. There were trades going. Like, like on the, every hour on the hour, there's a trade. I mean, it was like everybody. It was the arm, arms race began and it never stopped. Mm-hmm. And I think I was the only one that couldn't pull a deal off, which is really frustrating to me. I should have focused on that league a little bit more to make deals, but every time I went to anybody, they were like, eh, and then they try to over, overcharge. Um, Brian Pershing, Goat Dynasty, he traded Waddle, Hawk, and Deshaun Watson. For Mayfield CMC Schultz and uh and Jacoby Myers and uh, a 2024 fourth, so third. That's a lot like Waddle, Huck, and Watson for Mayfield CMC Schultz is something, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a movie made. Um Deuce has made several trades. He traded Ramondre for Derrick Henry. Which I'm surprised Derek Henry was that cheap for him. But I already had Derek Henry, so he's like matching that. He traded Amara and a 2024 20, second. So 2026 20, first, probably for Jamar Chase. That was a big one for him. Then this one, he traded, uh, let's see here Gardner Minshew, Tony Pollard, DeAndre Hopkins, Sean Tucker, 2024 20, second in a 2025.
1: Pick. Dude, all these trades are so confusing. There was 14 trades made during Championship Week. Yeah. In the hot he, sauce got,
0: in the he got George Pickens, C.E.H., Aaron Jones, and Austin Eckler. I don't know that Pickens helped. I don't know that... I mean, Eckler was a bust. Eckler was like an all-time second-half bust.
1: But, yeah.
0: Um, terrible, Echler, you should have got, got it. You see the one that like, Fiery Zard made? Uh, he traded... Charbonnet, Kenneth Walker III, Hollywood, and Dalton Kincaid for Montgomery, Devontae Adams, and George Kittle. That won him a ship. That's the kind of move that won him a ship. Extra Hot traded Dontavian Wicks and a 2024 fourth, so a third, for Zamir White. That one hurt. That was Stephen Trouble. That one hurt me because Zamir had a real nice game. Let's see here. What did Zamir do? 15 points. I lost by 13. 14. I lost by essentially 14 points. That was a difference-making trade that he made. Derek Henry did me no favor. Stefan Diggs. Between Diggs and Eckler. Man, if you had those two, you were screwed. For the second half of the season, you were screwed.
1: Yeah. you have Diggs anywhere this year? Well... I told you last week I made a trade with Jerry Sinclair in the in the Warzone League for right. Diggs which actually gave me the win the difference of Diggs even though it was a, a kind of a putrid um, performance by Diggs it was less putrid than the guy I was going to start I would have started Elijah Moore this was 2 weeks ago Diggs got me seven. Diggs got me eight points. And I would have started Elijah Moore because I, I traded Tankdale for Diggs. Plugged Diggs into my Warzone lineup instead of Elijah Moore, because this is the league where I had Jamar Chase on the bench. I ended up winning by like two points, which was the difference between Diggs and so that put that propelled me to the title game. And then it didn't matter because I crushed. Um, right, I crushed the the title game by eighty two points. Oh, um, and Diggs was Diggs is the only. I mean, we're talking of like we're talking. You know, Mahomes even had a shit game at eleven points. Bijan, same thing. Brees Hall, twenty seven. Uh, DJ Moore, thirty. C- and then CD Lamb, and and then Joku, right? Uh, who's been just the tight end one. Out of nowhere, I mean, this guy was in like the two thousand. This guy was a second round rookie pick in like twenty seventeen. You know, with uh, he was in the same class as OJ Howard and and Evan Ingram.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, and has been basically worthless until the last. Well, until this year, basically. Tell you how worthless. Tell
1: you how worthless he has been. I picked him up off waivers in Hmm. the Hogs League. He was just sitting out there,
0: just sitting in a one
1: point seven five. That's how. That's a worthless Njoku had be, has become. Had become, and yeah. I picked him up because I've always been kind of an. I've been one of those Injoku guys that has just always had him, and just you know. And I've you know I've moved off of them in, in, in leagues, and I've had him and I've moved off of them, and I ended up starting him. I for some reason I had him going. I mean, I traded pits, and in a couple of leagues, and man, that has been the, the best move I've ever made. Has been trading pits in all these leagues because I slid Njoku Joku in when he was getting hot and if you look at his game log he's been good. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. I mean, he's been he's got a 20 point, 20 point, 30 31, 30. It kind you know, of makes sense. Run.
0: Flacco. That's yeah, even, what makes prior, sense.
1: even prior to Flacco too though. I mean, even not the 30 or 20 point games, but he was solid with, you know, giving you you know 15, 16 points. Yeah, he's only yeah, had but
0: this last four games. These last four games. That's that's Flacco yeah. effect right there. Next, yeah, next four that's games. The volume, you know, like the volume of Flacco. That's
1: and I have to eat my Flacco words uh, from last week.
0: Yeah, you do. I, I yeah. told yeah. everyone well, under you know there. I'll, apo- I'll be quiet while you apologize for this. I that want shoot. to
1: apologize to the fantasy community for my Joe Flacco. Just It was just a terrible take. I mean, geez, you were right too, man. You were just like, I'm starting him, and I'm like, Flacco. I, I know Joe Flacco from this. – he's been on the Jets a couple of seasons, and he's just been Joe Flacco, you know. He had well, like 300 yards in the first quarter of the championship game.
0: Dude, let me tell you something. <laughs> I had him in two spots. I did not play him in one of those spots. Right. Had I played him over one Patrick Mahomes – I would have won. I would have beat Sidlow in the Yikes League. I played him in. I played him in uh, in my undefeated league with Josh Allen. I didn't have a choice. That's the only two quarterbacks I had, and I had no hesitation. I wasn't like I needed to go trade for a quarterback. I was good with Flacco. I, I couldn't bring myself to do it, but my goodness, I should have been starting him every week over Mahomes the last month of the season because he's outscored him every week for five weeks straight.
1: There was, I don't know, some guy came up to me. Where, I was, where was I? Oh, in like a pizza place. And some guy was like, hey, I see the, the hat you're wearing. What do you think the Jets have? How do you like the Jets against uh, Flacco tonight? And I'm like, they're going to destroy him. I'm like, guaranteed. <laughs> I'm like, they're going to, you know, they, he's going to turn back into Joe Flacco. And, man, he just came out and whooped him. Just he a did. whooping.
0: It just started out. It was like, okay, he's going to pick him apart. And that's what he did all game long. So, yeah.
1: So, yeah. So I won my Davios championship by 46 points, let's right. just say. He had Flacco dropped. He had him in the starting lineup, dropped him five minutes before kickoff. Oh, no. Started Jaron Hall, who got a minus two. Oh, my gosh. And Definitely. had Jawan Johnson uh-huh. sitting on his bench, who had 31 points. Well,
0: you can't start Jawan Johnson because it's like right. two good games in a whole season. But right. he, that's like a 32-point, 34-point swing or something from Flacco to Jaron Hall. Well, Flacco
1: in this league got twenty-one points
0: because we do fifty point, fifty yards per point. Oh, okay, so only a twenty-three point swing. Jeez. Right. Yeah.
1: But I mean, Jawan Johnson's had. I mean, ugh, I know you can't. I know you can't start Jawan Johnson, but
0: no, and like I had him in the in that like that Yikes league. I think I did. Yeah, and I mean, if I had played him over Pitts, sure I would have won. But yeah, you can't play him over. Pits. It's like yeah, it's like. But it's he, not, I mean, it's not a guy you can really start. But he did, yeah.
1: But I mean, he started uh, Jaron Hall over the likes of Heineke, Will Levis, who still have got my minus point anyway. But this was in a super flex spot. He ended up putting Tyrod Taylor in for Flacco. Yep. But I mean, but again, you're not starting Jawan Johnson, and then Joe Flacco. That's like a that's that's the difference in our matchup. But yeah, I mean, you can't blame the guy for not
0: for not starting those guys. I may be able to blame him for not starting Flacco, but yeah, God damn
1: it, no, no, click yeah. coming over here yelling. That's oh, he wants to job. get into some Jared Goffa, probably <laughs> yeah, with the cats. The cat's talking.
0: Yeah, she is. She just rolled in here yelling.
1: Yeah, Jared Goff. What about the, the Browns? What about them Browns? There
0: oh there yeah, this is the other, okay, there there oh, there real,
1: real quick, real quick. Some of the moves. So, I was paranoid because I wa- and you know, I wanted. When you get this close, I was like, "I'm not, I'm not sitting around my hand, sitting on my hands." I, I made the moves in the Hogs League to 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 take on the, the that guy who was a two time champ, by the way.
0: I I, I, I ruined his three peat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It that feels so good when you do it too.
1: The War Zone League. I had a number of deals on the table that I didn't take where I was, gonna, I was trying to get rid of Diggs um, to upgrade. Uh, and, I, and I had a, a Jamar Chase deal on the table, too, where it was going to be Jamar Chase and a, and a first round, a 24 first, which would have been mine, which would have been like the 11th or 12th pick at this point, or Ch- Justin Jefferson. So I I was like, i let, let me hold that. I kept the trade sitting there until Chase was cleared. And I'm like, I'm just going to roll with Chase. Again, I also had the C D Lamb game under my belt. I had Njoku under my belt. So I'm like, you know what? I have a little cushion here. I'm not gonna blow on my first. And then then once they cleared, well, I ended up not even starting um Chase in that league anyway. I started Diggs, DJ Moore, and C D Lamb, thankfully. But um yeah, but Diggs I could have moved on from Diggs. Uh, and I ended up I, I didn't, I still have my first.
0: So I don't know. Yeah. So there's a there's one trade that stands out to me from last week in the hot sauce league that I thought was super cheap. Uh, Keaton Mitchell, Quentin Johnson and Jonathan Mingo were traded for Baker Mayfield in a 14 team super flex.
1: Right. All signs are pointing for uh, to Baker starting in. Tampa next I, mean, year. I feel like
0: he's earned a spot. He's earned at least a year.
1: Yeah, you twenty points a game. Uh, I mean, he was a uh, he. He was starting on everybody's roster in the playoffs with all these quarterback injuries. Baker was a, a on a lot of these championship yeah. rosters.
0: Yeah, he was hot at the end of the season. I mean, that that matters. So now here's one thing, folks, and I, I wanted to get into this just real quick. Don't overrate or over credit these guys who had late season pushes versus someone who was good early in the season or mid season or whatever, when they score points, doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. When you go to look at your, at your roster and you look at what you want to do next year, you know, if you're in a redraft league, don't be like, Oh, well, this, this guy got hot at the end of the season. He's going to be great. And this person was hot in the middle of the season. He's going to suck next year. Like it, just remember that, that late season push didn't matter in in NFL terms those guys don't care when they have these stretches it doesn't it doesn't change anything because we all we all get into that Gabe Davis you know love affair or whatever it is at late season and then the guy disappears you remember that Gabe Davis four touchdown game
1: the, yeah well he he gets like one or two of those a season this year I I think he only had one
0: yeah, but what it is is like because it happened then. Oh yeah, the Gay Davis hype. Everybody is, all of a sudden. Blew.
1: The Gay Davis hype has been real in the past, right? Looking at these um, tight ends in the hot sauce league, just looking at the tight end ones. I mean, it's, it's Kelsey Laporta, Hawk, Ingram, Kittle are your top five. Right. Then you have Njoku, Trey McBride at 7, Cole Komet at 8, Jake Ferguson at 9, Dalton Schultz at 10, Goddard and Kincaid round out the top 12 with Pitts and Andrews on the fringe, 13 and 14. Is it fair to do the whole season when you're – I mean, I guess that's how you determine, you know, your tight
0: end one, wide receiver one stuff, but –
1: such a long yeah. season,
0: you know. When you when you're talking about like you could do point per game, but at some point you gotta be like, okay, well, that guy only played eight games, that doesn't count, that kind of thing. If you play like 13, 14 games, you might you might change like all right, point per game thing.
1: Yeah, I mean one through seventeen, that's your your tight end tight end ones right there. When you do when you do it from week eight through seventeen and Joku, McBride, Ingram, Kittle, Laporta, Hawk, Kelsey's at number nine. So I mean what does that tell you? Is he on his way out? Is Kelsey marked yeah. a little bit? The Chiefs are just not the same team,
0: or I think his age definitely wore on him a little bit this year.
1: He had a lot of personal stuff going on too.
0: I don't know if that I don't know if like a relationship was the was the thing. But like, dude, you're 34. I think the, the season caught up to him a little bit. You know, as as the mm-hmm. season went on, he started to fade. I don't think that's a coincidence. Yeah. You know?
1: Trey McBride or, or Travis Kelsey next year? Mm-hmm.
0: Golly. Just next year? I'm I mean, still gonna bank I mean on. You're,
1: you're playing Dynasty, so is it Trey McBride or, or Travis Kelsey? If
0: you, you have Clark Travis Kelsey,
1: here? you think you can move him straight up for Trey McBride?
0: If I have Kelsey, I can get Trey McBride for him, yes. Do I want to sell? I mean, that's a move I want to make, but I want to get a plus. You, know you think
1: you can get McBride plus?
0: I think I'd try. Oh. You wouldn't try?
1: Oh, yeah. For like McBride
0: in a second. That I'm, kind always of start,
1: I'm always starting out small. I'm always trying to get,
0: you know. Well, not maybe, maybe not a Larry Monkey offer. No nah. one's trying to do that.
1: Because if you go from weeks eight through 17, Kelsey's the tight end nine.
0: Yeah, he was not great. and But tight end nine sounds good until you realize that it's like, you know, 12 points a game, 10 points a game,
1: something. Eh, still not bad. Still 15. We, the whole top 12 is, is, um. well, Tyler Conklin's number 12 at 11, and then Dalton Schultz is 14. This is the hot 10. sauce scoring, right? Yeah, this is hot sauce scoring. It's a heavy tight end premium. Right. So, well, like I mean, it your- applies overall to, your, it should at least to your tight end premium leagues.
0: True. Yeah, yeah. A one point seven, you know, we basically it equals basically two PPR because we have the half point first down bonus. But still, mm-hmm. um, so it averages out like a one point seven five premium plus. That yeah.
1: But weeks eight through seventeen, Trey McBride uh, average was your tight end one as far as uh, average points per game, right? I'm, I mean, not not total points. And Joku has that title by eight by. Um, a good bit, by yeah, by by about uh, fifteen points. But uh, on the average, it's it's McBride at twenty one. He's outscoring Hawkinson and Joku Ingram. Sam yeah. Laporta is at number six with nineteen points a game. Which, man, you know, had to love Laporta. And he had eleven. He, he was having a so so game. Final drive. I say this. I'm sitting around, and I say, I need three for thirty. I'm like, I need another. This is a <laughs> two, this is a two point tight end in the Daddios. Like give me three for thirty on this final drive, and boom, he ended up getting like three for fifty. That's crazy. Like five for fifty. He just kind of yeah, yeah. doubled his score. He went from like eleven to twenty-two. It's fantastic. A lucky
0: bastard.
1: And, and Joku going off on Thursday was just like, just seeing him catch the ball. He galloped like a Clydesdale, like down the field. And like he just he's just so Look, look like a giant compared to everyone else trying to catch him. But that was that's the tight ends.
0: Yeah, what was the? You put this on the uh, our, our little loose agenda, like surprise. So, who's your surprise tight end in that in that group? It's got to be well. I man. there's a few. Is McBride? There's Njoku.
1: I would have never guessed either of those two guys. I mean, maybe McBride because he kind of kind of sh- uh, showed out towards the end of, of of last season. But I mean, who Njoku's just been kind of the same guy for the past like six or seven years.
0: Ferguson stands out a little bit. Yeah, he came out of nowhere. But I mean, I think it's gotta be McBride or Njoku, yeah. But those guys just didn't didn't see that coming, that's for sure. How about wide receivers? Let's go up the list.
1: Excuse me. And I'm using our hot sauce listener league scoring to look sure. at these guys. Um and CeeDee Lamb is man. He's right up there with
0: um, Tyreek Hill. He is. He absolutely <laughs> is. Um, I mean, in in overall scoring, he's less than a point behind.
1: In scoring in the hot sauce, he is What's one point, point more than Tyreek.
0: Oh, I've got him on the – I guess I'm on the app, not on the thing it says. It's, it's only
1: by two. Point okay. .2. So, yeah, uh, Tyreek's okay. three seven seven point eight. And CD Lamb three seventy
0: eight. Oh, I'm in the wrong damn league. Hold on. Ah. Shit.
1: Well, regardless, there. I
0: don't know. Yeah. Oof. Yep. Point but two. I mean,
1: you want to see? I mean, it's kind of this. Uh, it, the top four is is not unusual. CD Lamb, Tyreek Kill, ARSB, AJ Brown. Sure. Yeah. Number five. That's the Puka. easy, like the, the low hanging fruit surprise yeah. right there. And number five is where it gets
0: Puka Nakua. Puka at five that's a that's an absolute stunner if you were to say that the beginning of the season
1: i was like third round pick
0: in rookie drafts in rookie it like on a on a good draft like a high draft he was a third round pick he went yeah. fourth. he went undrafted in some places like straight up waiver wire pickup
1: yeah justin jefferson was a bust this year he's not even on anywhere
0: on the list well you gotta think he was he was hurt yeah, he's still, good. He's still good. you still on average.
1: But Jamar Chase played played in almost all the games except for Week 16. He's he's the wide receiver nine. And Keenan Allen missed missed some time. Keenan Allen missed a couple of games. He's the wide receiver seven. It goes Puka at five, Mike Evans six, Keenan Allen seven, DJ Moore eight, yeah. Chase Diggs who disappeared at the end of the season, Debo at eleven, and Devontae Adams at twelve. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, 13, Pittman, 14.
0: It, it feels like there's some, like, okay, those guys are there, no surprise kind of things. Like Ayuk and Pittman, Amari Cooper, that's where, Devontae Smith, that's where you'd expect to see them. Nico Collins made a big leap this year. That was impressive. Missed some time. A- had a real nice per-game average.
1: Weeks 8 through 17, Jaden Reed's the wide receiver 11.
0: Why was she rice during that period? She he also was good late season.
1: Rasheed Rice was wide receiver 15.
0: There you go. Two more rooks. So you got Puka, Rasheed Rice, and uh, Jaden Reed.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at weeks eight through 15.
0: Those guys outperformed, like, the big names, like Jordan Addison and, of course, Quentin Johnson. And, uh, I mean, who am I missing? Yeah. Addison
1: finished as the wide receiver 26. Uh, Jaden Reed was the wide receiver 28, and Reed didn't really get much he went
0: playing. The, half of the season, yeah. Right. Uh, Zay Flowers. He was right there with Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison. He really didn't get going until the second season. Tank Dell was great for a little stretch there.
1: I saw something, uh, I think it was the HQ chat, where uh, there was a trade, Tank Dell or DK Metcalf. For me, I was like, this is a no-brainer DK Metcalf side, but there was a lot of like pushback on folks wanting Tank Dell over DK. Where do you stand on
0: that? I want DK. Right. I think that's more sustainable, um, but I mean, I'm—I was kind of shocked, but I guess not really—that so many people were in on Tank Dell to the point where they wanted him over DK. Yeah, yeah it's a shiny new piece, but I mean, he's so yeah. tiny, so tiny, so wee little.
1: And and who's to say that that wide receiver core is settled in Houston?
0: You know, I don't think anybody could say that. I think it's. I think that'd be impossible
1: to say. You got Nico Collins. You got Tank Dell. I don't see. Uh, I mean, you you want to keep surrounding C.J. Stroud with with pieces. You got to. I mean, you got to throw another wide. You there's some big free agents. There's some big free agent wide receivers out there this year, I mean, they they need to get him in, a, in an alpha wide receiver one. Nico Collins guy. is nice. It's a nice piece, but. Uh, Tank Dell's a nice security good. blanket, but dude, get get this guy get
0: this guy a one
1: and let's see what, what he could do.
0: I think they might snag one in the draft. Hmm. A Xavier worthy or somebody like that. Be a nice that piece. would be nice.
1: Uh
0: nice. all right, let's look at running backs real quick. I, I mean there's 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 two geez. So <laughs> it's like a mix of the guys you expect and uh where the hell these people come from. There's two
1: huge surprises.
0: No, there's more than that.
1: Uh, I'm not going to say Rashad White's a huge surprise. Why? Because we all knew he was...
0: I believe you poo-pooed on Rashad White all summer.
1: I drafted him.
0: As I said, he was the the running back one in Tampa Bay, and you were like, no, no, no. Let's just say...
1: Let's just say I drafted Rashad White in the seventh round of the Daddio's fourteen-team league.
0: Yeah, I think that's um, beat it into you. So, Mostert obviously a surprise at RB two. Yeah,
1: like. yeah, you know what, Rashad White is a surprise. You're right. But Kyron but, Williams, but, but, but we knew, but we knew going into the season that he was, he was their running yes. back
0: one. By the by, the end of the preseason, you absolutely knew that. Yeah. The bi- I mean, but the, the biggest easy like the two biggest surprises are Mostert and Kyron Williams.
1: Yes, unbelievable.
0: because who the hell would have expected like twenty touchdowns or whatever, eighteen. Moster was a Mo, Mostert has
1: more. Mostert has here's the stat you want to know. Mostert has more touchdowns than the than the Jets. That's the team. Game, yes. As a team. Yeah. Well, not yeah. that that's saying much. Jets. So, but moster moster was a waiver pickup in my my home redraft league.
0: Yeah. Well, Kyron Williams missed. Five games in the middle of the season and still finishes the RB4 that's unreal how crazy is that yeah he, he was just under he was just behind CMC in scoring per game CMC averaged 24.7 and Kyron Williams averaged a smidge over 22 in a mm-hmm. per game basis he was so close he was a difference maker and I thought I was going to be able to pull off a trade to get him in, in the hot sauce league Ooh. didn't work out you got like a bunch of names that you expect breese hall mixon uh etm was up there at rb3 uh henry james cook who took on a a pretty much a bell cow role this year
1: yeah so um problem with cook was
0: is josh allen is is the biggest problem for james cook the touchdowns weren't there absolutely not like he had two rushing touchdowns 224 carries 1086 yards just Mm -hmm. two touchdowns that's Dude, I don't know, man. And everybody's saying, "Oh, Allen's gonna run less this year. Allen's gonna run less. They're gonna save him, big contract, yada yada yada." Mm-hmm. He was still punching it at the goal line. He has like 13 rushing touchdowns or something. Josh I mean, Allen does.
1: Yeah, Cook. Cook had you had you thinking championships when he gave you that 37 point effort in Week 15. I mean, but really, a combined 60 points in Week 14 and 15.
0: Right. And And then then that was it. That's all I gave you. And he retired. 1970. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 41 of 50 targets. Dude was catching everything. Yeah.
1: And you have to. Then you have to start him too. It's not like you can't.
0: Yeah. Everyone looked at Bijan as a disappointment. Are you disappointed with this season? Right now he's got. Let me give you a stat line: 203 rushes for 948 yards, four rushing touchdowns. In seventy-eight targets, and he catches fifty-one for three eighty-four and three.
1: Yes, I'm. I'm a little bit disappointed in Bijan while uh, running back eleven because he gave you a goose egg. He gave you a goose egg two times. I mean, uh, I'm going to say the one point six week fifteen playoff. You, you don't need a brutal. you don't need a one point six at a, at a at a at a Bijan Robinson in week fifteen. The other, one, you a, you a
0: goose the other one, the other one, I blame Arthur Smith, the yeah. week seven Tampa Bay one where he had the shits or whatever it was, and he couldn't play.
1: But you know what? Just real quick, how about the, the Lions producing two RB1s?
0: Yeah. RB10 and RB12.
1: And they both missed time.
0: Um, yeah, Gibbs missed a couple games early. And, and Montgomery, Montgomery missed three.
1: Point. Gibbs yeah, missed two three. games. Montgomery missed three games. They both finished in the top 12. Right. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, I think any, maybe that says a little bit more about the RB position than than the players themselves. Any missed time; he ended up right. He ended is there up any,
1: let's how about RB. this one? Let's do the flip side here. Are there any? Is there any running backs outside of the top twelve that are that you're just like, wow, I can't believe that the,
0: this guy was not an RB one? I mean, Saquon—that's an easy one to be like, yeah, winning. he kind of sticks out, but he, he, he this missed three games. Three games. So everybody, everybody down here missed games. Like, of course, Kamara missed games. Um, you can't expect anything from Ford Pollard. That's it, Tony Pollard. That's the guy. You are like, what the fuck happened here? Played every he played all the, the whole damn season, and he sucked.
1: Well, he started out pretty good, and that, that's that's the worst when they start out good, and they get you, they, then you are thinking like, all right, I got something here, and the next you know he gives you eight eight. 16 then 797.
0: And then you think okay, he's got it back together. 17, 20, 17, 14. Yeah. And then the playoffs he gives you 7.8, 6, 7.0 in Nothing. our scoring. Just fucking murders you if you're if you're a uh, Tony Pollard. That's the one that's surprising to me. Josh Jacobs, it's he was actually not that bad. He just got hurt. But Tony Pollard, the only reason he's even that high is because he played all the games. You know, otherwise, uh, Najee Harris. What a bum. What a bum. I have too much Najee Harris, and that's frustrating.
1: Let's go to the quarterbacks, baby. Let's do it.
0: There's some interesting ones here. The QB1s
1: of 2024. Look at that.
0: All right. There's one, there's two major surprises in this group. Two just absolute stunners. Jordan Love? Absolutely. How the hell did he end up at QB6? I
1: I tried trading for him yesterday, and the guy came back and said, I'll, I'll need at least two firsts.
0: I mean, how can you argue with him? He just yeah. ended up QB6 in his first year starting. He's right. 25. I, I wouldn't pay two firsts, but I get it. And then right behind him, Baker Mayfield at QB7. Wow. Just just
1: consistent
0: is the one word to describe Baker, really. Yeah. Just consistent.
1: Just hammering points out. Even there. though that last game he had 20 points in the in the championship week. It was What's all like, it's all I can let at the end of the game. So I mean you were you were just like, Come on, Baker, come on, man. Come on. I was watching him. Yeah. I had the game on. Um, because I had Baker starting in a few few places. And it was like, and then all of a sudden, you're like, "Oh, okay, cool, twenty yeah. points." All
0: right, filter week automatic twenty point guy. Yeah, filter weeks eight through seventeen. I want to know what Patrick Mahomes averaged since oh. you're sitting there in the on the webpage.
1: Eight through seven, Pat Mahomes is a QB twenty something. Wow. Yeah, QB twenty five.
0: No way. Give me 25 in the second half of the season. Deshaun
1: Watson. Well, I mean, he's. we're looking at
0: game game average,
1: point average. But, yeah. Um, Pat Mahomes averaged 15 points a game. Yeah.
0: Terrible. He was downright awful the second half of the season. I just rolled him out there in that Yikes League. I probably should have paid more attention and been like, you know what? I'm going to start Joe Flacco and just roll with it.
1: Weeks 8 through 17, Joe Flacco's the QB 6.
0: And he, and, he didn't, and he didn't even play the
1: first five weeks.
0: Uh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. If you plug that in and make it like week 13 through 17 or something like that, he's probably QB 1 or yeah. 2.
1: It's kind of a wonky, wonky stat there. he got some injured guys there. But
0: yeah, yeah Pat QB
1: Wilson, QB 8, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, yeah.
0: Russell Wilson is QB 9, and he gets benched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's actually pretty good this year for fantasy. I, I shouldn't say pretty good. He was real good for fantasy. Yeah. Two with the big start and then kind of petered off at the end of the season.
1: But what Russ Wilson did, well. He didn't, did he play? He didn't play the last game. That was stick. He did not. Yeah. And that wasn't stick. It was whatever, whoever. Stidham.
0: Stidham. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah, Stroud, 11.
0: Yeah, Stidham played and had such a stellar game. I mean, I feel
1: like the quarterbacks that you would normally see up there in the top 12 were just injured. I mean, Pat Mahomes is a stunner. Jordan Love is is a stunner. Baker. I mean, the the ones that stand out are Baker, Love, and Mahomes in a negative way. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess Russ Wilson – and Stroud,
0: yeah. Unless you're a Stroud believer, like a hardcore Stroud believer, which this guy was, uh, you didn't have him anywhere close to that. But I mean, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have said, "Oh, Stroud's going to outscore Golf on Trevor Lawrence this year," you know.
1: But the Russell Wilson the pulling him for the last game. I mean, you had you had GMs scrambling to find fill-ins because yeah, he was, I had him. was your quarterback
0: i had him in a league and i only had him and kyler murray as starters mm-hmm. and i had to roll without him i had to roll with just one qb and a super flex mm-hmm. now granted i should have been i'm really disappointed that guy that lost in week uh 16 with a massive score because i should have been in the championship game and running away with that uh but i ended up getting my third place hundred dollar or whatever it was, you know, buy in back. But yeah, now I got to figure out what the hell I'm going to do. I need Russ Wilson to find a job next year. Otherwise, I only have one QB on a strong contender. So,
1: we'll so I am a Dynasty Trades HQ1 16 teamer champion. You are also an HQ1 16 team champion and one of our patrons. Listens to the show, just became the new 16-team HQ1 Absolutely champion. Absolutely did. Can't say there's a coincidence there. Maybe there. I don't know. You, you, <laughs> you guys be the judge out there. You guys want to win? Win your fantasy leagues? I think we're a couple of jokers? We know what we're talking about, folks.
0: Right? Yeah, Gavin knocked it out.
1: He did with Joe Flacco.
0: With Joe Flacco.
1: And I, and I sent him a message because I was trying to um, trade him, I don't know, somebody, and I was using like Jerry Judy as like, dude, you can't start Judy. <laughs> and he was like, I'm rolling. He goes, I'm rolling with, with my guys. He ended up taking Judy out, I believe. And um, I was trying to get Musgrave off him who was on IR. But he, he, held, he held his ground, ended up taking it down. Poor Alex, two-time loser.
0: <laughs> Poor Alex. Best team in the league by far. And that's why I kept telling you, you cannot, you cannot play it like, like you're scared of Alex's team because yeah. you just never know. And Alex's team shit the bed in the championship. Crazy. What did he score in that one? Like 160 something? I haven't looked yet. He scored 174 in the championship game. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you would have beat, you would have beat Alex this week.
1: Well, I would have had both of his
0: quarterbacks. It wouldn't matter if you didn't. You you scored 24 more points than Alex. I mean, you wouldn't have beaten Gavin, who had a monster week to close it out with 225, but yeah.
1: I would have had, yeah, I mean, who knows what, what the trading scenario would have been because there's a lot of trades leading up to the title game in this league. But yeah, I mean, Alex got 50 points out of his quarterbacks, and I, I only played Easton Stick and Sam Darnold and got 16 points out of my quarterbacks and still put one up 198. So, I mean, I would have won the title game, but who knows if I would have won the, the previous two games.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Because you'd, you'd have played Alex, but um, you'd have had the quarterbacks, But so there's no telling. There's no telling how that would have gone down. Anyway. But old school, I had a, a hell of a, two games stretched there, 253 to beat Shane then 225 to beat Alex. You know,
1: it's hard to put up two monster weeks in a row. And usually when you put up a monster week, your guys kind of calm down the next week. Yeah. And that's and and that's usually how it works.
0: It just go that's just how it goes. Unless you're Alex and you just put up monster weeks all over and week then yeah, long. you put
1: up two monster weeks. It's 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 rare but yeah, it, it is, happens. Yeah. And he did it with uh, Joe Flacco who who kicked his uh Championship week off with thirty points. Yeah, James Connor, another another big week out of him. Ayuk, who's been kind of—I mean, he started Ayuk and Debo. Wow, that's uh, forty-six points out of
0: out of them guys. Forty-seven that's a, points. That's a nice little stretch there for them. Anyway,
1: we want to cover anything else, man. Congrats to Steve Treble. Conquering the Eliminator in addition to the Hot Sauce Listener League. Yeah, it
0: takes down the, the Eliminator and the Hot Sauce League. Yeah. The overall championship. And then join
1: the patron. Sounds like we gotta get going. Yeah, yeah. Let's get out of here. Um, I gotta give my my voice a rest and I gotta get some sleep. And yeah, well, yeah, man. Season's fun. over. Congratulations to the winners.
0: And thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Pod. 1, 2, 3, 4 Larry Monkey and
1: Justin Rogers Talking Dynasty Football, baby